welcome to Brit Up a Second. I'm Mac. I'm Holly. And I'm Matt. And today's topic is dips. So here's my hypothetical question. Okay. What's the worst possible dipping sauce that wouldn't just automatically make you sick? <laughs> well, hang on. So what are the parameters of this? Uh, are we talking that is like a legitimate actual will serve in a restaurant dipping sauce or can you just say come yeah no no so, so this is what i mean by it wouldn't act automatically make you sick because i imagine any kind of bodily liquid that isn't mine will make me bodily sick bodily liquid does that make sense well hang on no, no lots of people drink cum and don't throw up <laughs> they don't drink it they don't okay well then let's just specify specifically specifically right so no no cannibalism or bodily fluids or something that will definitively poison you so you can't just be like well the worst dip is shit because <laughs> that will make you sick i've got a bit of a curveball for you right okay go, go for it aloe vera <laughs> you mean right in my windowsill <laughs> oh. yeah yeah it's not that right bad. it's like it's it's got a viscosity to it that i find deeply deeply unpleasant that is true it's a goo it's a goo and it's got that sort of quite this claggy is me, like, sort of i can feel it it feels dehydrated you know it feels like it feels like something that's come out of a man, but it's not. So what you're like saying that. is you're like, well, I'm not allowed to come. So what's the closest thing? I can get? <laughs> yeah, that's basically that's what I've gone for. Okay, okay. Like I, See, I, I think was... that's a fairly good answer, but I think just to add a separate element, I think once you have your dipping sauce, what I would say it, for the parameters of the test, it's pizza crust we're putting in it, just so you can't be like. A dip for chips. Does that make sense? Or like, oh. yeah, 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 okay. That specifically, makes sense. like, you've just finished Domino's and you've got a mystery tub with like a black label on it that you've never seen before, and you open it. What's the worst thing that could be in there? And Matt has decided he's accidentally went to Boots and got aloe vera and just dipped his pizza crust <laughs> right in. Oh, see, my my, my knee jerk react reaction was like Worcestershire. <laughs> hmm. Worc- Take another run of that. Yeah, that's fine. My knee jerk react. Oh, we action. Was we action. Worcester, Worcestershire. <laughs> I'm Worcestershire not from here. Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Worcestershire sauce was my knee-jerk reaction, but that's actually all right. But I'm like, I could put that on pizza. Hmm. But I don't know about dipping it in. That's a lot. I think it would be unexpected, but I don't think it would be like actively unpleasant you know in the same way that soy sauce right is a nice little dipping sauce i think the soy sauce comments a good point martin the soy sauce on its own is nice but it does it go with pizza crust but that's not the, really the question we're thinking of because you can have something much worse than having soy sauce and pizza what crust. about mm. like you know a tin of tuna oh i don't like this already <laughs> you know when you like squeeze it and then you pour all the liquid out that would be a pretty rough one oh. salty Salty, fishy goo. This is coming. We're going. We're getting into cum again. We are getting a bit close to cum. Well, again. so what's happened now is <laughs> Matt's like, cum. "Well, I can't have cum, so I have something that feels like cum." And Holly's feels- like, "Well, I can't have cum, so I'm going to have something that smells." Like- <laughs> smells a bit like cum in a pussy. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe this is maybe this is a new line of questioning. Is that if you if you couldn't have cum, what's what, the closest what thing? You, what would you have? How as, would, you, and I, how I would mean, you make it yourself? <laughs> as, no, I mean, I mean, as an ejaculate. If you were gonna have, if you were gonna, if you were gonna squirt something out your genitals, what would it be? And if you couldn't have cum, for me, it would be jelly. No, paint, obviously. Paint. Yeah, like like a, like imagine how funny. <laughs> 
There'll be no, no way of In fact, no, actually, I've thought about I I don't know how I'm going to say this, but I've actually thought about this before because we had a discussion oh, like at university. <laughs> I think the best, the best thing other than cum is if you if you were to finish and it was a gas. <laughs> Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. I so imagine like you finished and just like a glade air fresh and it was like <laughs> Okay, so that's fine, but I read into a thing because there's a train of thought here, but basically I read what would happen if you blew into a vagina. And it can cause you to rupture from the inside. That's true. So yeah. ejaculating a gas doesn't make me feel very good. Pain also not great in that situation. <laughs> But right, jelly, okay. jelly, <laughs> now you've got some built-in foreplay. Oh, no. No, but because it's after the foreplay. Yeah, it's after you've come. You're doing it the wrong way. It's fucking, it's, it's post-play, play, play, then. play then. It's post-play. You're doing post-play. Post-play. Sure. Like, well, the best thing, the best thing to come would be lubricant. I'm like, no, no, actually, man, at that point, it's far too late. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> but imagine if, imagine if the, right, we all know clean up after sex can be a li- you know, a little, a little, little sticky icky, right? But what if delicious jelly? Delicious. <laughs> right, man, I'm just going to say now, right? See if you were like, Mark, I have made this jelly, right? Oh. Top chefs around the world have eaten it and given it a Michelin star, and it's come out of my bollocks. I would not go near it. <laughs> <laughs> no, sure. But we are not in a sexual relationship, man. No, yes. that, that makes it worse. I'd be more likely to do it if we were. <laughs> it's like... Mark, there's jelly in the fridge if you want that. By the way, I've came it. Oh. <laughs> I don't think you're still not, like... You're still not coming like a whole jelly mould. <laughs> it's still only like a teaspoon. Yeah. All right, well, then my answer is... My answer is ten times as much cob as I <laughs> I just want more of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to change it. I just want more. And I want it to stain. I want to paint things with it. <laughs> I, I, I think paint's a perfectly good answer. You know, like very conservative parents would tell off their kids for a big, oh, if you do that, you'll go blind. Well, this way, there's no way of hiding it. <laughs> the sheets go to the bath. The sheets go to the, the lo- uh, laundry and they're green and yellow. Everyone's going to know what's happened. <laughs> oh, oh, it's colourful. What's well, paint? Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's paint. I see in my head it was just white paint. Uh, no, no, that's boring. That's boring. <laughs> and the thing is, the the real Bruce, the real Brucey bonus here is you've got yourself a modern art career. Call yourself Jackson Bollock. Oh, fucking no. sell your paintings. Isn't Jackson Pollock? A, is he not? Who am I thinking of? He's the painter that like spray that like no, flicks paint all over I'm on his. Big, I'm on the other. I'm on the other P. <laughs> Ah, okay. Well, that, isn't there one in Melbourne? Isn't there one of his paintings in Melbourne? No, that's mm. that's that's the other one. That's Picasso. <laughs> I guess you could call yourself Peen Casso. Oh, Peen Jackson Casso. Bullock or Peen Casso. Peen Casso. What's the worst possible thing? You, you, know, like, you know, like there's always something on the news about, oh, here's someone who's painted like a, an exact replica of like one of Da Vinci's works using only their elbows. What's the worst possible thing you think you could make art out of and still get on the news? I know that there is a lady artist who um, hollowed out, hollowed out, um, like, you know, got all of the egg out of an egg. I love how me and Mac are just sat here like, oh, God. Like, obviously, you guys at home can't see, but we just literally both started, like, shaking our heads like, oh, When you said hollowed out, I was terrified where you were going. I was was first cringing at lady artist because, obviously, it's an ungendered word. And then, oh, God, hollowed out. This is never... 
Hollowed out. Hollowed out is not the right word, but I don't know what the right word is for when you like just get rid of the inside of an egg, but you still have the egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Em- empty. Um, and then she filled, yeah, emptied an egg, filled that egg with paint, popped it up herself, right? Oh. Um, and then she sort of squatted over like a, a, a um, over like a, a canvas in, in London, in a square somewhere in public in London. No. And like laid these eggs onto the canvas. Uh, and then at the end of it, she folded it over in the way that you would with like a kid's art where you do a finny painting and you fold it and then you and then it's a butterfly. Oh and she did that, God. but it was but it was um it was pussy paint. And she called that <laughs> And she called that plop egg. Plop egg was the name of that piece. That that is such a, a childish and innocent name for something that is vile. <laughs> so vile right. Everything about that. So that's real. Um, oh, was that on the there news? There are dudes. Oh, I'm sure. You can watch it on YouTube, I think. Oh, no. Okay, so I know there are, there are dudes that like do paintings with their dicks and they get money yeah. for it. Yeah, there's the dude that does it with his balls as well. I have a very, a very vivid memory of being like nine years old and getting up for a piss in the middle of the night and not being able to get to sleep, so just turn the TV on. And it was like one of those things where it was like a show they had on at 4am because no one else would take it. And it was like the world's weirdest uh, Guinness World Records. And there was a guy just holding a paint can with his, his bollocks. And it really, really... Oh, was, no. It was quite a formative memory for young Mac. <laughs> maybe like, well, I think... maybe I can be a superhero if this man can hold paint with his balls. Maybe I'll be able to do weird things I want to do. Sure. How would you effectively fight crime if that was your if your superpower was being able to hold up very heavy things with your balls? Oh, I don't think you'd be able to fight crime, but I think you'd be able to help people. I think yeah. What if you could you How could, you could you like help just people? Like, like, if you could use could... like hip thrusting maneuvers to like swing a hammer around in big circles what? and like clock criminals. But with why it. is that more effective okay. than just using your arms? Well, more important. What I was going to say is my arms are weak. Same. My arms are weak and stick like. There's always a scene in a movie, right? And the exact movie I think of is Endgame. The bit whenever uh, Hawkeye is trying to grab on the Black Widow when she's jumping off the cliff. And his hand yes. is very weak. And all it takes is her to push herself out a little bit and he drops her. If he had bollocks that could hold up a paint can, <laughs> she'd have been perfectly safe. <laughs> she'd have, yeah, that's true. Oh, I just... I just... I just don't see why having bollocks that can hold up a paint can is more effective than the arms that you already have and can physically train. It's more intimidating for the criminal. <laughs> That's true. Criminals are a cowardly and superstitious lot. Batman taught us that. <laughs> and if they see... If I'm doing a crime and I see someone fucking running at me, screaming, swinging a paint can with his bollocks... <laughs> I'm not doing that crime anymore. I did always think if someone ever tried to mug me, my idea would be to lean in and sniff them deeply. And I would probably put them off. I don't think that would help. Give them a little kiss on the cheek. You're just, just going to get headbutted. You know, whenever I, when I was about um, 12 or so, I went on a ski trip with school and all my friends bet, uh, bet me 40 euros that I wouldn't be able to last the night outside on our balcony. Because it was a ski trip, obviously it was cold. And I went out just my jeans and a hoodie and I, I was there for about four hours because they left the door open before like everyone told me to come inside because they wanted to go to bed. So I still got the money. And from that point till I was about 18, <laughs> about once a month I kept thinking, 
do you think when I'm 18 I'm going to have the su- like some sort of superpower arrive where I'm just like impervious to heat <laughs> or, like, impervious <laughs> to the cold and I genuinely thought it for so long well, like Wim Hof yeah like I just was like what if I'm just what if my superpower is just very very minimal but it's still impressive because no one else is a superhero but my whole superpower is just I don't get cold ever I'm always hot and I'm like how would I ever use that to my advantage and I sit back you many many months could of, be on Stan Lee's real superheroes yeah. <laughs> well that is true but that that would be about the peak of it but I spent about I'd say uh, probably a full day of my life yeah all the time up trying to think of scenarios where not being <laughs> not be able to get cold I'm literally deep in thought like what could you do what is then if you had um, if you were like right now if Stan Lee was like um, I don't what does what does Stan Lee sound like? Hey, there, pil- no, hey not- there pilgrim. No, uh, Currently, he doesn't sound like very much because he's rotting. Hey there, pilgrim. <laughs> I'm John. Wait, no, Stan Lee. Fuck. That's what he sounds yeah. like now. Hey there, pilgrim. I'm Stan Staying. Lee, and I'm I want I'm gonna make you a real superhero. What's your power? And you have to think of like. In your life now, what's the closest thing you have to a superpower? What would it be? Uh, uh, st- to be on Stanley's real superheroes. Pilgrim. It's probably sincerely still edge. Right, just don't get cold. Like I climbed Slave Donard, which is a big mountain in Northern Ireland, in shorts and a t-shirt when my friends were in coats. But I still don't think I'm impervious to cold. All it means is now, if I ever do feel cold, I feel like I'm about to die because I'm so not used to. It. Sure. Okay. And how would you like? So it's like I'm impervious to cold to a certain degree, and then I it's, it affects me greatly. <laughs> impervious to sun yeah. cold. <laughs> Not all of it. You don't radiate heat. There's none of that. You just don't get cold. That is the most mundane. I worked in the the co-op and I always did stock stock take in the freezer. That was my job. It's always someone has to count the stickers ice creams and I was like, I'm on. I used to work in a co-op. That was my first job. Yeah, it was my first job too. But I uh, I, I quit, quit because they were paying me £9 a week. And then I went back years later and they still weren't paying me much more, but I did uh, I quit work. because my boss threatened to pull my tights down. Oh, yeah. Matt, did anyone ever threaten to pull your tights down? I was 17. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, have you, got any, have you got any dips films for us? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Any films with dips in them? <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I do. Um, oh, yeah. In... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have... Um... Uh, dirty Dancing, where they went skinny dipping. <laughs> oh, there's a dip? Yeah, it's weird how I sounded a lot like Holly. <laughs> I could see you were struggling. My, my, my first film... <laughs> my first film is, is, is uh, Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where, uh, you know, where, where John Lennon and Paul McCartney are shooting up those guys and they have the big Kahlua <laughs> burger and they're like, oh, let's... <laughs> That's his name, Toronto. Give me a go on those fries, and they took they take a fry and they take a dip, and they like eat, and it's uh, a power play, right? Dip is a power play. That is true. Oh, uh, that is a very good because John Travolta. You know, like when you're like in a situation where you're like having a um, a negotiation with someone, they're always like, you have to prove that you're in control. Taking a, a quick dip, dip yeah. is a very big power move. I feel in a negotiation taking a dip from someone else's dip is like a big oh thing, that's right? a massive that's move. a bold move no the, the, that's a big dick the move. way you have the the way you properly assert dominance is you take a bite first and then dip and then bite again oh that no that's yes oh that's so double rude dip. that is so rude maintaining eye contact the whole time <laughs> that's that's wild and then a lot of tongue action as you're eating the, <laughs> the bit no! of pizza <laughs> 
the other one I have is very similar, actually, which is uh, There Will Be Blood, um, when Daniel uh, Radcliffe is saying, I will drink on your milkshake, thank you very much, to the man. And he does a big slurp on the milkshake because he is a powerful man who has lots of oil. That is true. Uh, and what the milkshake fuck? can be a dip because you can put oh. you can put a fry in it in McDonald's. Yeah, I do that. I would argue milkshake is the best. Dip. People do love putting chippies in a milkshake. That is good though. Chippies in a milkshake. Chippies. Um, my um, my go to idea for a dip movie was of course Roger Rabbit. There's a bit where or Who Framed Roger Rabbit because that dip turns people into cartoons or something, doesn't it? Is that a dip? Uh, well, no, no, no. The, the dip they're... kills the cartoons. Oh, yeah, sorry. That's, yeah, sorry, that's what I'm asking. That's the whole thing yeah. of it. They've div- there's no way to kill the cartoons, but then... They make the dip. The big evil big evil judge dickhead is like, oh, but I've got the dip. And the dip will kill you, Roger Rabbit, you big fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he dips, a, he, he dips a shoe in it and it kills the shoe. And everyone's like, oh, fuck, we're fucked now. Then it turns out he is also a cartoon and he goes up really high and he talks like this for a bit. And it's very scary. How do you think that dip would taste? <laughs> I'd, do, I'd dip in it. I would dip in that. Take I'd me. love to know what a cartoons taste like. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, what's a food, what's a food that you've seen in like a film or a cartoon or something that you wish you could taste? Pretty much all the pizzas from um, Ninja Turtles. In fact, there's a website where someone makes them and they're all like fucked. Like there's like oysters and marshmallows and a guy does oh. reviews from out of 10. I'll find it while you guys are d- discussing your answers. That's no, that's no good at all. I think Porgs for me. Porgs? What's that? From from the Star Wars is where in... No! Um, but they're so they cute! They are the cute little puffins. They're so yeah, cute! Yeah, and I bet they're fucking delicious. <gasps> and Chewbacca is roasting one up and they're no, all looking at see, him. see, I've got like, a t-shirt. Rawr. You know you can get those t-shirts with, like, the pocket, but it's not a real pocket, and you've got a little thing in your pocket and you can pull it down and it's, I got one of those, but it's a pork. Well, imagine if it was a tasty roast pork. You'd have a pocket snack. A, a little roast pork, I imagine, would taste like quail. It sounds real good. Yeah, it sounds real. And they're like a thing. You could just have one on a stick. Okay. And just take it round a take it round food a food on fair. a stick is always would good. Like to, food on a stick is good. Would you like good. me to read you the list of Ninja Turtles pizzas and you can yeah. give me your definitions of them or your not definitions? Yeah, reasons. obviously. Uh, the first one is granola and licorice. Was it, hang on, do all of these have the classic pizza toppings as well? Are they coming they're out all, with the tomato all, and the cheese? They're all tomato, basil, and mozzarella, and then these toppings on them. Oh. Okay. No good. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I don't no. like it. Uh, chocolate fudge and extra garlic. I can see that. Really? Holly's face is saying she can't see it. But see, I'm going like, lots of garlic makes things, can make things almost hot. Like chili Here's where hot, I'm coming from, And right? chili and chocolate is okay. This is a very white conversation. <laughs> it is a very chili chocolate white conversation. <laughs> right? Chili chocolate is good. Um, bacon and chocolate is good. Oh, no. Right? Salty and sweet things go together well. And I think if you're making like a nice chili con carne... You <laughs> pop in a little dark chocolate, yeah, right? A little no, dark chocolate true. in your chili that and that's makes tomato. it good, and that's tomato based. Mm. So I'm thinking in this situation, that's actually not bad. A little garlic, a little chocolate, right. as long as it's not like a, a bit of cheese. Uh, you could pitch this. You yeah, pitch I mean, this. the cheese like, makes it worse. You could be like, instead of the tomato base, you can make a chili base with a lot of dark chocolate in it, and then just put extra garlic over sure. it. Sure. How do you thought? Uh, peanut butter and clams. No. Oh my god, no! But again, see, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here, cause. Okay, so I'm a bit biased here because I hate peanuts. They're the only nut I don't like, and I've never eaten seafood in my life because it's vile and it's all just 
No. Peanut butter, base ingredient, right? Base ingredient of a satay sauce, peanut butter. Which I don't eat. Tasty little seafood sauce. Because clams on a pizza, absolutely, right? No, so it was just a clam pizza, all over that shit, right? Don't even, don't even, don't even test me. Mm. It's only the peanut butter that gives me pause, but I think as long as it's as long as it's a nice quality whole foods peanut butter, no added sugar, uh, no added oil. Okay. Well, I think you. I think you. I think you're going. I think we're now we're going to make an agreement on the peanut butter and clam pizza. So let me go to the next. Yeah, that one's an the, absolute the one, no. The one next is also no. peanut butter, but it's peanut butter, avocado, and extra pickles. I'd be more um, into that one because at least that's kind of all savory. See that 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 one's worse to me because I'm like. The avocado. That one's worse to avocado me as well. Avocado is already a paste, and the peanut butter and avocado are going to mix, and it'll be nasty. And also, I don't get pickles. And also, avocado. That's better avocado than avocado. Shouldn't be hot. That's also true. That is true, but that's still not fishy. Hmm. Pizza with shredded coconut. That's it. It's just shredded yeah, coconut. Yeah, sure. Why that's not? Fine. Yeah. That's weird, that's fine. but fine. I'd, try that. I'd eat it. Why not? Yeah. Uh, oh, anchovies and hot fudge. So the hot fudge is no. a sauce, and anchovies is just a topping. But again, it's just it's just salt and chocolate. I think if you ha- I I'm think if board. you had very minimal anchovies, I could I would stomach that. But anchovies are just like a proper salt bomb. Do you know what I mean so you couldn't have lots? Anchovies of- are like my favorite. Are like my favorite pizza. No, I love topping. anchovies, but I mean you can't have like too many of them, or it completely overpowers everything. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. This conversation is hell. Uh, popcorn, banana, and goulash. <laughs> I don't know what goulash is. <laughs> popcorn and banana, fine. Popcorn and banana, I'll, I'll eat. Add the goulash in there, and I'm suddenly not so into uh, goulash it. Goulash is a super stew of meat and vegetable seasons with paprika and other spices. Yeah, it's like no, an Eastern European you. kind of stew. It's 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 good, but you wouldn't want to put like bananas in it, or or indeed popcorn. Or popcorn. Yeah. Um, I watched a I watched a cooking show recently where someone made flour out of taking like uh, caramel popcorn and just blitzing it until it became a powder and then made a cake out of that oh. uh, it looked pretty good but they then used it also that to make cornbread but it was popcorn bread and they served it with like um, gravy and chicken and again it looked real good I like the idea of that with like making like almost like a bread out of that would be fucking lush yeah. like making that and then doing like Nutella or like and then like marshmallows and like cinnamon on it that would be fucking lovely. Holly, have you got any depths facts for us? <laughs> um, what was the first dip? Oh, yeah, no, I'd love to. Yeah, let's let's figure that out. out. What is the first the dip? First, the first dip was olive oil. That is almost certainly true, actually. Yeah. Yeah, you might be mu- onto something there. Imagine, imagine how much Julius Caesar's mind would fucking blow. I'm on... Fucking blow if you... I'm on r slash... I'm on r slash dipping tobacco. <laughs> Dipping I don't tobacco? Know it, I don't know what dipping tobacco is. Oh, it's a dip. No, oh, okay. It's, it's just the dip. Like, it's tobacco you put into your mouth and just kind of stick in like, the... It's just chewing tobacco. Yeah. yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah. Um, People use that I'll for, like, playing s- baseball and stuff. Well, don't use it for baseball, but, like, baseball players will chew it to, like, calm their nerves and stuff. Sure. Dip pen, no, seven-layer dip. Mm. An American... I've seen seven-layer... Uh, seven-layer dip is not a dip, it's a meal. Seven-layer dip's uh, here's, here's a relevant dip fact. Yeah, go for it. Hatred is old-fashioned. Try love. Why is it? What? <laughs> I'm lost. A disciplined mind brings happiness. Life is too short to envy. Oh, you know what dip facts are? <laughs> uh, there's dip leg ideal, in fact. I don't think any of these are... 
I've just tried to look up history history of dip, but I just read history dip, and there's a website just called history dip. What's on history dip? Nothing interesting. What's on history dip? It's Mike? nothing interesting. I'm on, is it not? Is it really shit? I'm on the deepest dip. It's real shit. The deepest dip appears to be about uh, oil. One interesting fact, though, is that there's a lady here called Trisha Curtis, and I read it as Trisha Cunts. <laughs> Trisha cunts. Oh my god. Trisha cunts. Trisha cunts. Everyone. It's dumb to buy the dip. Apparently. I have. I assume that's about. I assume that's about game stock or some bullshit. I have the history of oh, dips open. I f- I found the first dip. Go for it. Uh, if you can press uh, no, begin at the top of. Begin at the top with your arms locked. Squeeze your shoulder mm. blades together, then slowly mm. lower yourself <laughs> down till your arms are around ninety degrees. If you can press your body up from here, congratulations, you've done your first. Now, see, I think you know that's not what we're talking about. (laughs) I think you're misbehaving See, I don't know why we're talking about dip. Because it's the fucking topic. Bean child. Bean child, the first dip. I'm on Tumblr now. Bean child. Bean child. What's outlaw dip? certainly bean child. Bean child writes about seven wonderful boys. I think they're a K-pop star. I was going to say bean child. It's surely about bean chili, but turns out I was wrong. (laughs) Would you like to know what Jungkook's genre is? Sure. (laughs) It's fluff. It's fluff and a very small pinch of angst. Uh, In all seriousness, I have actually found the first dip. Okay. It's, It's hummus. Oh, really? That's interesting. Hummus was not the first dip. Oh, I wouldn't. People eat chickpeas all the time. I didn't realise you were there. I'm sorry. There is so much that goes into hummus. It's, there's like two things that go into hummus. Yeah, but like olive oil is just olive oil. Yeah, but I would, I, I mean, I, I agree that olive oil is probably the first thing that someone dipped it into, but I wouldn't say olive oil is a dip. If you give me a dip, if you give me olive oil as a dip with my pizza, I'd be like, what's this? Have you never like olive oil and, uh, what is it, olive oil and balsamic vinegar? That sounds awful. Sure, that's a salad dressing. Yeah, I don't eat salads. That's mantle. Who eats salad? Yeah. That's a dip as well. What do you say about salad? No one eats salad. Salad's a myth. Salad's something people that's eat salad. as a joke. You wouldn't know to look at me, but I do eat salad. <laughs> I do, do enjoy know, a salad. Here's my fun salad fact, is that um, when I've always thought the sign, not the Seinfeld theme, the other one, with the with with, with Frazier, what's his name? Frazier yeah. is the name yeah. of the show. <laughs> the one that has Frazier in it. <laughs> the one that has Frazier in it. I always thought that the theme tune to that went, Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling, tossed salad and scrambled eggs. And I always thought it was a sex thing. Oh, I... Because toss salad means eating oh, eggs. No, you toss a salad. But isn't it chopped salad? It's chopped salad, it's, yeah, oh, which makes a lot more I sense. But was, you do also toss a salad. I always thought it was tossed salad till, till this very you second. You do toss I mean, a salad. You, I mean, you do if you're not so, a selfish lover, that's for sure. <laughs> no, Batman you do. Doesn't. You toss a salad, that's Batman what Batman does not toss salad. That's when you do this. That's tossing a salad. <laughs> um, Is that your technique? Yeah, because you do two at once. <laughs> Would you like some more depth facts? Um, no, but I've got the history of salad. Oh, that's, well, that, I guess that's fine for history. Let's do that. <laughs> we'll do one dip. We'll do one to dip fact, and then one salad yeah, fact, okay. and then we'll. The first potato chip was invented in 1853. Holly, go. Uh, salads can be. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> that's already. This is already bad. Chip or dip fact too. Dips for chips first became popular in 1950s as serving finger food in high-class parties. Imagine you went to a high-class party in a ball gown and like a suit, and someone was like, "Would you like some cool ranch Doritos, sir?" I'd be furious. <laughs> I'd be no, I'd be into it. I'd be like, I'd be like, yes. I'd be like, I know what I'm getting. There is a th- there's a trend, and I tell you what, because um, uh, 
because I work uh, primarily in the wedding industry uh, as a musician, and uh, I do I do a lot of work for fabulously wealthy people. Um, and I All tell right. you, there is a there is a trend. For I'm not myself fabulously wealthy. I just happen to I I go to their houses and I'm treated like dirt for a job. Right? Yay! Um, but there is a real trend amongst the very rich for uh, fashionably like poor stuff. Yeah, I I was going to bring. So a lot of like a lot of super fancy weddings that you'll go to will serve like fucking Party rings. you know. <laughs> Yeah, and like shitty bacon baps with brown sauce and stuff, and that's like a fun thing for them to be like, oh, it's like we're poor people. <laughs> Caesar salad was invented in 1903 by Giacomo Jr., an Italian cook in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, everyone knows salad was invented by Terry Salad in 1933. Say that one more. T- say that name one more time, Hall. And uh, I want Mac. I want me and you to take a bash at saying how we think this is supposed to be pronounced. Oh, no, I'll say it how it's supposed to be said, but I didn't think that was going to be as Go funny. Trad. Uh, what, properly? Kiaka Hunia? Hunia? Almost certainly not. J is a H, isn't it? Hunia? It'll be Jacob. It's, it's, so his first name is Jacob in, in, in Britain, British, I'm assuming. Give us, the, give, it, give us the spelling. Give us the spelling. I'm writing it down. Oh no, we're a podcast. G I A G I A C O M O Giacomo. Yeah. Hunia, I think. J U N I A. Hakamo Hunia is pretty Giacomo good, actually. Hunia? I'd say it was Hakamo yeah. Hunia. Inventor C- of the Caesar C- salad. The myth of Hak. Oh, oh my God! In 1903, first, in Chicago, Illinois. The first, the first Google I'll result is back. the myth of Hakamo Hunia. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> of what? Is this the is this the quickest fact versus debunking, fact debunking that we've ever had? Are we about to do Finding Drago Part Three? <laughs> the myth of Hakamoto. The myth of Hakamoto. I don't know what that. I don't know what false. that is. Oh, true or false? In 1903, Chef Hakamoto, an Italian immigrant, invented the Caesar salad as a restaurant. False. Hakamoto comes from a cookbook by a guileful storyteller. <gasps> Lazy reporting and aggregation or aggregate uh, publishing errors. <laughs> Oh my god. What, so they weren't even a real dude? Hakamohuni is a fucking... This is like Frankie and Banny's all over again. It's a fabrication. <laughs> it's, a yabri- it's a yabrication. I have a, I have a shocking announcement, everyone. Oh my god. Go on then. I am, I am Hakamohuni. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been Hakamohuni. Um, there's there's, a, there's a, an article that's come up. The sad sexist history of salad. <laughs> Let's leave that for another okay. before it gets very sad. <laughs> Sounds right for comedy. I was right to cancel salads. Sounds so sexist. Yeah, well, salad yeah. can fuck up. I was an early adopter to no salad life. Hold on, we've done, we've done movies, facts, and history. Is that it? Oh, I did the hypothetical. All oh, right. Does anyone have anything else? What was the hypothetical? I asked, what, what's the worst possible dip we could make? And then we all eventually came around to come in a different way. Uh, oh, no, I didn't say mine. Let me finish mine. No, you didn't. All right, fine. Uh, blue blue cheese and anchovies, and I like anchovies, right? But imagine just the level of salt. I like the blue cheese. Salty that is. So I think blue cheese and anchovy is already a dip. I'm going to search this up. I reckon I could find it within 20 seconds. Uh, I can tell you now. Oh, it's it's literally in one of the cookbooks that my mother has that two things that should never meet: blue cheese and salty fish. No, I don't enjoy that. Blue yeah, cheese and salty it. fish. Anchovy and blue cheese. It's just too salty, man. There's no relief. 
You can only ever eat that if you're eating it just straight off, like pure water. No, I think it depends what you're eating, because right, it's all about it's all about balancing your flavors, isn't it? So if your dip's all salt, then you've got to make sure that your what you're dipping into it has a certain amount of, uh, you know, uh, fattiness and acidity. All right, ice right? cream or, and salsa uh, then. People have been using sauces for dipping for thousands of years. <laughs> Great, well, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> I think the trouble is, Mac, that what you're doing is you're combining sources, right? And that seems to me to be against... Well, that is fair, yeah. The, That's a fair. Uh, the, the ethos of the thing, right? Uh, candle wax. Candle wax is pretty good. That's oh, not a great you source. Can, you, there is a food safe clay, so let's just say clay. <laughs> sure, all right. Edible we'll clay. clay. Clay acorn. Imagine eating. Oh, the, imagine the country music singer. Imagine dipping, <laughs> dipping a chip in clay acorn. No, but imagine like just trying to like scrape a Dorito through the clay, and obviously you get like half a centimeter in that snaps off, and just eating that Dorito. And later on, when you go to take a shit, just feeling a solid Dorito come oh. out of you. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> I've been Mac. I've been Holly. And I've been Matt, and we are. Very sorry.